don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 hockey. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. Yeah, what up? Welcome to a Thursday Almost Sports Talk program. I am the aforementioned Jason Dick. He is the aforementioned C.J. Morgan. What's up, C.J.? How you doing, buddy? Went on a snooze cruise today, my friend. A snooze cruise. I had my alarm. I usually pop, I know to pop snooze three times. Yeah. Uh, I checked the clock and realized I had been popping snooze for mm. an hour and 45 minutes. Is this a brag? Is this a, a flex, as the kids would say? Uh, here, just maybe just a, re- a reminder to the listeners that uh, CJ and I are attacking this show from two different sides of the clock. It's purposely uh, planned that way. Yeah. So, so good scheming by our uh, radio overlords to pair us together. Uh, I have been up since 4.40 this morning. Cry no tears for me. Uh, my work day is done at 1, and then I just got the whole day to goof off and masturbate and drink beer during the daytime. Whereas I <laughs> did all that until 4.40 in the morning yeah. and then <laughs> went home and went to sleep. Messages me at, what I don't know, what time was it? 10.40? and <laughs> Like 15 minutes ago, and dude. said, oh, oops, overslept. On the way there, which I was like, does this mean he's going to miss the beginning? I don't know what that means. What time do you tell me about your, your process? You do what time do you get up? Uh, so I set an alarm early, uh-huh. but it doesn't have a snooze. And that alarms just so I can wake up and be like, oh, cool. I okay. got two more hours to sleep. <laughs> so that's kind of my trick alarm. Yeah. Um, and that's also the, usually the alarm where when my fiance gets up, she always has crap she wants to talk about. So that mm. I might have to change that. Mm. And then a uh, couple hours later, maybe an hour later, I have my regular alarm that I'm allowed to hit snooze three times on. Mm. But sometimes your dreams are just so cool. Oh, I know. I know. I yeah. was hang gliding above an island where they had the government was keeping spies. Really? Yeah, it was pretty. What is this, 1983? Cool. Do people still hang glide? Well, it was like a spy hang glider. I hang glider over the ocean. I had an uncle that hang was a hang glider one time. He's dead now. Yeah, the, the, most, most hang causes, gliders are not hang gliding. But I didn't know that that was still a thing. Fly too close to the sun. Uh, I feel you on the the snooze thing. Is yeah, my alarm goes off at four forty, but oftentimes it's a good five fifteen twenty before I get up. And then you start bargaining with yourself. You're like, I can wear well, this. Right, but I can not shower. <laughs> I could do this. I've never. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever snoozed during the daytime. Like when the sun is already up. Like my snoozing takes place in the middle of the night. No judgment. I, I admire. I, I'm envious of your. Thank you. Your 10 a.m. snoozes. That I sounds, enjoy it very much. Badass. Okay, that has been Jason and CJ on snoozing. our sleep patterns. Uh, exciting program today. Are the Astros in trouble in the World Series? Uh, surprise! It was the NFL trade deadline yesterday. Did you know that? I. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was the NBA trade deadline for some reason, which I know it's before the All-Star game. So I'm looking at news for like around the league and the Mavericks. I'm like, well, nothing happened. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's NFL NFL trade deadline. There were a couple uh, moves of note. Uh, The Brooklyn Nets fired one coach, ready to hire a new one. And Deion Sanders says Houston, Texas is not safe. We will get to all of that. Uh, But let's start with the first college football playoff rankings of the year, the college football playoff committee. What is it, like 15 dudes, 16 dudes? They sit around in a room eating uh, the takeout food and arguing about college football. And it's like commissioners and It is weird officials. because there's like athletic directors who are, who are there. 
I think that a lot of people have to recruit, recuse themselves yeah, when they're you, discussing their own school. Once upon a time, Condoleezza Rice was on the uh, on the college football playoff committee. Not saying that Condi Rice doesn't know about college football things, but it's but a weird. What I'm saying is, can I get in on this? I want to. I want in. Okay? Yeah, the show should get a vote. Yeah, I want. I want to be on on the committee. Uh, but yeah, their first rankings of the year, which I will tell you, I think are very important. Let's uh, start with this. Sam, take it away. Longhorn Nation, we're back in the top twenty-five, ladies and gentlemen. I don't even know if you saw this. No. What the college football playoff committee? I think in just a, is this just a dick move? What are y'all doing? They, I had to, I had to they scroll go down. all the way down to twenty five. They rank them out all the way down to twenty five. And the University of Texas, despite not being in the Associated Press poll, despite not being in the coaches poll, are number twenty four in the college football playoff rankings. We're back, baby. We are back now. <laughs> what? Why do they even go down that far? If you are 20 anything, you have no chance to make the playoff. For the clicks. What is the point? Is it just so that you can include Texas in here? I think Ohio State, the first year they did it, they were 14 or 15 in the first rankings, and that's the the farthest that anybody's ever come to actually make the playoff. But uh, I I thought that was exciting when I saw our graphic on there right at the beginning. As they were uh, unveiling the uh, the rankings, uh, okay. Here, let's just start at the top, and uh, we can. I have thoughts on on all of these. Uh, I would love to say I told you so, but yesterday CJ and I tried to uh, predict what the committee was going to do, and between the two of us and our four guesses for the top four, we got exactly one correct. Yeah, uh, I said Tennessee would be number one. And in a surprise move to a lot of people, the Tennessee Volunteers were number one in the first college football playoff rankings. I do not think they're the best team. I don't think that many people think they're the best team, but they have the best They've win. Shown, yeah. they, they're beating Alabama and then tearing down your goalposts and dumping them in a river. I think that counts. I think the committee gives you points for that. Uh, they're number one. Now, it's, this is the thing. Is like, and I'll say this every time we talk about the rankings. What, is the, what are we judging them on? What is the criteria? Is it based on your resume? Gut feeling? Or, Do you have or, the computers that you used yeah. to have in the bowl Be, or determinations? Is it based on how good we think the team is? Because, yeah, nobody, I, I guess I shouldn't say nobody, most people think that Georgia is better than Tennessee. They're going to play this Saturday. We'll, we'll find out. And Tennessee's big wins against big teams have been at home. They've, they've right. had that luck this right. year. Most people think that Ohio State is better, but I agree. They had... They have the best win beating Alabama, and so I crushed LSU, who's now ranked. Yeah, I thought they would be number one. They were. Ohio State is number two. If you're going to put Tennessee one because they have the best win, the best resume, wouldn't you have Georgia number two? I would think so. Ohio State has beaten Penn State, but Georgia beat Oregon, who's in the top ten. Who's now only has one loss. But they beat them by 50. And so, yeah, the idea that Georgia is is all the way down at number three, that seems a little confusing. It doesn't matter because Tennessee and Georgia are going to play on Saturday. The winner of that game is obviously going to be number one in next week's rankings. Uh, another surprise, they have Clemson four. We both thought that Michigan would be four. Yeah. And it's not necessarily because we love Michigan, but Clemson, they had to go to overtime versus somebody, and they were down two scores in the fourth quarter versus Syracuse. They have struggled to eight to get to eight. No, they're undefeated, but they're four. They're still a, a brand name. Uh, Michigan is five, uh, and then 
This is where I think the most integral, most important part of the uh, of the first rankings. Alabama, one loss Alabama six. is six. TCU undefeated is seven. Uh, and this is where, this is what I, I was you saying. Said yesterday. Saying yesterday, TCU, I don't think you can get in. Tell me the scenario in which TCU uh, gets in. In fact, anybody is welcome. 512-834-1027. Uh, this is not just some... Big 12 sour grapes. As a matter of fact, TCU, I'm going to tell you, you're not going to get in because we're going to beat your ass a week from Saturday. All right? Woohoo! We're going to beat your, <laughs> beat your ass. Uh, Tennessee is number seven. They say that already one loss Alabama is more impressive than undefeated TCU, who only has Tech, Texas, Baylor, and Iowa State left on the schedule. And probably the Big 12 championship. Yeah, those are all four unranked teams, and then they'll have a rematch versus... I mean, if they beat all of those teams, probably Oklahoma State, Kansas, Kansas State, yeah, they're going to have a rematch versus another team. So they have a chance to get to thirteen and zero. But if you're if the committee has already decided that one loss Alabama is better than you, and you have nothing really left to bolster your resume, how do you get in? To, uh, how do you get in TCU? Uh, never mind the fact one loss Oregon is right behind them at number eight. If and I would say Oregon playing USC and UCLA right. and the Pac-10 uh, championship. They're, they're going to have chances to improve their resume, so I think it's possible they might even pass you. Now, if you just if the answer is, well, all of the teams ahead of them need to lose multiple times, sure. I guess, that, I guess it's it out could of their happen. control. But here, let's just look at it this way. The, the Big Ten champion is going to be in, right? Whether it's Michigan or Ohio State. Whoever yes. wins that. And if you're TCU, Oregon one of these other teams, you're hoping Michigan and Ohio State, whoever wins, is a blowout against... Uh, uh, because there's, there's, there's two situations in the Big Ten and the SEC that's the very much the, the Tech-Oklahoma-Texas situation. But in the SEC, you could legit have uh, three teams... I and, said yesterday that's my favorite scenario is if you have yeah. you have Tennessee, Alabama and Georgia all with one loss and you just not because I'm an SEC head uh just cuz I think it would be funny if if three teams from one conference They could, they could I want all, ultimate chaos. If they, they could all have Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama could all have one loss uh Alabama would have to win the SEC title game it would all have to be close and then all three could get in um you what you would prefer I guess is if uh, you want other teams from conferences is Georgia to blow Tennessee out and then to Saturday. beat Ala- beat Alabama in the SEC championship game and then that makes it more likely. So Alabama that, oh, then Alabama would totally because they would have two losses, correct? But but, TC, but uh, Tennessee if they're would just, only lose if they're to just, the number one team if they're destroyed by Georgia that makes it a little different. So there's that same with uh, same with Ohio State and Michigan. Um, only one of those they play each other. Only one team's going to get to play in the Big Ten. You want see? Michigan I don't know about that. To, you want Michigan to destroy Ohio State or vice versa, and then handily win the championship. Um, so that makes it to where there's one team from the SEC, one team from the Big Ten, and then a weird Clemson loss to see, maybe they still have to play North Carolina. That's what you want. If you're Tennessee, excuse me. If you're TCU, you need. Clemson to lose, and as a matter of fact, if you could lose in the ACC championship game, that would be... Or, the, or they play North Carolina well, at the, the end of the, the season. The best, the best thing is because even though the, the committee say there's no official criteria, 
they do consider conference champions. They use it as a tiebreaker is what they say. If it's too okay. close to call between two teams and one team is a conference champion, as TCU, if they were undefeated, would be, and Clemson lost and was not. If Clemson loses, they're out. But here's what I'm saying is that you're definitely you're, – you've got to reserve one spot for the Big Ten champion. you got to spot res- for SEC, SEC, maybe two. And that's what I'm saying. I don't even really see how you can get two out. I guess is that the scenario that makes most sense? If, if Georgia just wrecks Tennessee and then wrecks Alabama – then somehow they Tennessee, don't even have to wreck Alabama. I think they just beat Alabama in the conference championship, and then you yeah. have two loss Alabama. Uh, and if Clemson loses, this is how you can get in uh, TCU. But again, this is when I it, the uh, Joey Galloway was on the the ESPN release program last night, the, the rankings release program, and he was real hot and bothered that Alabama was six was ahead of undefeated TCU. But he kept saying. You know what? It's fine. This is the first ranking. There's still a lot of football to be played, and I'm like, it's not fine. When you start at seven, it's it, you got it's, it's a mountain to climb. It's hard to get up there. And Tennessee, when you start at one, and if they only lose to Georgia the rest of the way, like it's hard to you're it's only, hard to climb. You were up. one, and your only loss will be to who eventually would be the number one team. So I think it would be hard for. TCU to get ahead of Tennessee. Exactly. And, and the, the only way you can move up is if someone ahead of you loses and loses bad to a bad team. That's what you need is you need them to lose to because we keep t- saying, uh, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, one of them is going to get a loss. But if you have a loss to what will probably be the number two team in the poll, are they going to lower you? B- b- Especially if it's close. Below TCU? I, I, I don't know. So, yeah, you need some crazy upset things. To happen. The, the uh, other TCU. thing that I, I strongly believe needs to be adjusted is no more divisions. No more East and West. Well, you know what? Maybe you keep the East and West. I don't know. But winning the division championship doesn't mean crap. They still hand out that title. But the best two teams should play in the conference. In the conference, champion. play in the conference championship. That way, it's very cl- because the Big Ten is the biggest example of. Michigan and Ohio State every year, right? In recent memory, the two best teams, and then they're playing Northwestern, or in this case, probably uh, Illinois. Illinois, who I think has only one loss. We shouldn't just totally bury. Go them. fight but, in the but, but you're right; they're not. And sometimes, I mean, I remember years where it was a three-loss Wisconsin team, where it's like you, you really that uh, Michigan Ohio State is the de facto Big Ten champion. And yes, they should so. win that game, but a lot of times when you're an Ohio State and you're playing a three-loss Wisconsin, you're looking ahead to the college football playoffs and it's easy to stumble. It should be the two best teams. The two best teams in every conference should play each other, not winner of a division or whatever, because that's just, that's dumb. Let's take that out of out of of football because it's it's irrelevant and it doesn't give us uh, best versus best. 512-834-1027. What did you think of the co- uh, college football playoff committee's initial rankings here? I tell you what, let's take a quick break. Uh, we can adjust our predictions, who we think eventually will get in, although I think I'm going to stick with my original thoughts. Each, I don't know. Well, mine look. was just let me, fun. Let me, let me, let me I look. made mine fun. No, this was just fun. Uh, 512-834-1027. It's Almost Sports. Jason and CJ back in a moment. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. 512-834-1027. Or you can tweet at us at Almost ESPN Radio. At almost is that our somehow I've 
Every, That's close enough. Every day I have almost ESPN radio. I have a stroke and I'm like, what? What is it? What is yeah, the phone Isaac number? Ju- Isaac just pointed out that you what? thought today was Thursday. I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it not Thursday? No, man. It's hump day in radio. <laughs> it is Wednesday. Yeah. Stupid hot take. Hey, you're God. okay. <laughs> it's hot take rodeo's yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did I say Thursday at the beginning of the show? I literally I, thought today was Thursday. I did not know. I was yeah, so wait. just. We've been here all. It's okay. You know what? My my we head got is, an extra day. My head is spinning as I look at the first set of college football playoff rankings, and I don't even remember what I said yesterday, CJ. But I am now, based on this first set of rankings, I will tell you that I believe at the end of the season, it will be number one, Georgia, who will beat Tennessee on Saturday and then win the SEC championship game versus Alabama. Number two, Ohio State. Number three, Clemson, and number four, Tennessee. I don't know how you don't have two SEC teams in. If you have a a one-loss Tennessee whose only loss would be to the number one team, Georgia, a game is in Athens, right? Game is in. Yep. Is that Georgia? Yeah. They're T- Tennessee. I mean, they had a big road test against LSU, but this is their big road test. I uh, I believe that is the final four. Do you object to any of those? Do you think that any of that seems no? Unlikely? But again, like I said, I, I my preferred brand of chaos is a little different. I would like it if it were Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, and TCU. Four okay. teams from four different conferences. Um, but I will say, if every team, is, for Texas to make it, they need to win out, win the Big 12 <laughs> championship, and every team ahead of them needs to lose three of their next four games. Uh, right, right, right. Not every team, just uh, like 20 of the teams. Yeah. <laughs> to get to the number four spot, Texas. Let's have everyone but Texas needs- lose three of their next four games. <laughs> I don't even and know. Texas is in. I don't know if that's mathematically possible. Uh, here, I can tell you the odds, uh, and uh, tex- they have no odds for Texas to make the college football playoff. Don't be surprised. Okay. Uh, yeah, to ju- these are just to make the playoff odds. Uh, Georgia is the biggest favorite, minus 550. That means bet $5.50 to win a dollar, CJ. Uh, I know you like to keep it funny. Uh, d- just to, to, to a dollar. To, to win a dollar. I tried to go too crazy and got yeah. in uh, Minus 550. Now I'm trying to see. Oh, no. Excuse me. Uh, uh, Ohio State is the biggest favorite. Minus 650. So bet $6.50 to win $1. They think Ohio State is a lock to make the college football playoff. Followed by Georgia. Oh, man. Did I just pick all of the favorites? I think I did. <laughs> uh because Tennessee is minus 115 and Clemson is minus 190. Yeah, those are all the minus money. So that is, according to the odds makers, that is the most likely Final Four is Georgia and Tennessee from the SEC and then Ohio State and Clemson. Um, I would, since you mentioned chaos Final Fours, I mean, if Georgia beats Tennessee on Saturday and then Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, they all finish with one loss. How are you going to pick just one? Are you going to pick Alabama? I don't know. The, the, they would be the SEC champion. Yeah. I guess you would just be. You would pick them. I think not only how can you pick just one, how can you pick just two? I think they would put all three of them in. You would need a Clemson loss, I guess. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Clemson, uh, who has the easiest path? Would uh, it be Clemson? It's got to be Clemson. Because, because uh, that, North Carolina is their last game of the season, who's been pretty good, but I think 
Clemson's better. And then the ACC title game against what is uh, the Wolfpack, North Carolina, Tar Heels, one of one of those. Teams. I mean, none of Maybe them. Syracuse. None of them are a Michigan who Ohio State is going to have to play. None of them are Tennessee or Alabama who the the you know. Uh, the SEC teams yeah, are going to have to play. Yeah, Clemson's already number four. They just have right. to. They just have to maintain the ship. And even like Oregon, like Oregon's going to have to, you know, to beat USC or UCLA or whoever they'll they'll find in the uh, Pac-12 championship. Like I think Oregon again. If we're if we're trying to, I'm not picking on you, horny toads uh, of TCU. I just don't see any possible way. Like it sucks because you, you're going to go undefeated. They've done this before, right? Didn't they go yep. undefeated once? Well, before? I think they've been one loss. Maybe, they wanna, maybe pre Big Twelve, they they had they, they were, were pretty a, hot for that, a it moment. was that that playoff that Ohio State jumped them. Was it the first one that they and Baylor? I don't know. They, were they undefeated? Probably not. Um, but yeah, I I just don't see any way uh, that they can get in. Uh, because yeah, if Oregon doesn't lose again, Oregon would only have a loss to Georgia. The top team, they would probably pass them as well. Seven might be your ceiling, TCU, uh, which is uh, CJ. That's why we need a sixty-four team playoff. Okay, <laughs> just have everyone in. That's no. What. We need a six-team playoff, and that's it. Uh, I mean, look, we're gonna have a twelve-team pay- playoff. That's what we're gonna have. We should, we should stop with what we should or need it's or dumb. want to have. Uh, but yeah, that's you know what that's that's fun. Let me let me find that for us. What would if the uh, if the season ended today? What does our twelve team? Oh, you know what? It's actually going to be kind of funky because under the uh, the new uh, twelve team playoff rules, it's the top six conference champions get in for sure. That is their way to okay. in, to ensure that a uh, a, a non power five school gets in. Do you know who the top non-Power 5 school is right now? Cincinnati. No. Nope. Cincinnati is. Uh, Tulane. No. It is Tulane. Very really? good. Yeah. yeah, look at me. I know sports. Had, had I not heard Reese Davis say that last night, I would have never got to it. But yeah, the green wave of Tulane. Are they the only team that beat Kansas State? I believe they're the only. No, yeah. TCU beat Someone Kansas beat. State as well, right? Uh, yeah, Kansas State has two losses. Yeah, uh, Tulane, who's 19 in the college football playoff rankings, would be a top six seed. Uh, do they seed them that way? I don't know. But so yeah, you would have basically the top uh, eleven plus two lane. So you would have uh, Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, Alabama, TCU, Oregon, USC, LSU, Ole Miss would be the last team in. Now that that today, the first week of November, doesn't seem crazy like that. All of those teams. Are like yeah, though we're we're contenders, but by December you're gonna have multiple three loss teams yeah. in there who are who are going to make the playoff. Who'd Old Miss lose to? Was it Alabama? Uh, it's Alabama. I'm yeah. surprised that they're they must just have their non conference must have been garbage and they have no good wins because yeah, their only loss is to Alabama. Uh, they're all the way down at eleven. Uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, LSU. They lost pretty bad to LSU. Ole Miss and then, did? Yeah, and then they Ole play, Miss has not lost to Alabama? They play Alabama this week. Mm. Or, I'm sorry, the 12th. So they play. They have a bye week, and then they play okay. Alabama. Okay, you're right. You're right. What do you think? What are you thinking, Jason? Uh, here, let me click back to the odds. Their uh, only ranked win is uh, Kentucky 22-19. to 19, So, sure, mm. yeah, not a... Not, mm-hmm. TCU, 7-1 to one odds to make the play. 
That's just to get into the playoff. Could uh, be number four. Yeah, they say you know it only happens one out of eight times. That's the same odds that uh, USC has. USC, who has a loss. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the odds makers say you can't you can't get in TCU. I'm sorry, man. Wish it could happen for you. Uh, all right, the Astros in trouble. Maybe you Mattress think? Mac might be in trouble. Oh, I Mattress just, Mac! I didn't I even just, think about you. I just you. found an audio clip for us. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll uh, talk Astros World Series and Mattress Mac on the other side of this break. It's Almost Sports. Jason and CJ back after this. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. 512-834-1027 or tweet at us at Almost ESPN Radio. It's Jason, CJ, Almost Sports. On the day of game game four of the World Series tonight, must win for the Houston Astros? Yeah, dude, this is not looking good. Mm. And I, I told you I hate that three-game uh, home Just stand. The, the, um, it, the, it gives all the momentum. The l- lower seeded team gets three home games in a row. In it doesn't make sense. That is that's the advantage, if, right? If it, you yeah. were the home team, wouldn't you rather have that? Um, I would rather have four games, and I don't know. It, it does make so much more sense to do two, two, one, one, one. Uh, but and it, I, the reason what always used to be travel. Everybody, everybody's got private jets now, man. What are we talking? It's not about? as bad. What are yeah, we talking yeah. about here? Uh, but yeah, the uh, the Phillies beat the Astros seven to nothing last night. Not a fun watch if you're an Astros fan. Nope, uh, right it was from, bad right from the beginning. Bryce Harper hit a bottom of the first home run. The uh, Phillies would tie the World Series record for most home runs hit in a game five in a seven to nothing victory over the Astros. Game three, uh, Lance McCullers Jr., the starter for the Astros. He gave up all five of the home runs. That is a record. He uh, he will go down in history for the most home runs surrendered by a pitcher in a World Series game. Don't surrender, Lance. Uh, now, let me ask you this. Are the Phillies cheating? Uh, I, <laughs> no. Deflection they're not, much? They're, they're not cheating. But uh, I guess the word is that uh, Lance McCullers was tipping his pitches. They uh, the, the Phillies knew what was coming. And so, uh, I mean, you guys got all mad in 2017 when the Astros knew what was coming. Oh, the so the Phillies are doing it? Because they were using ultra-high-def ca- uh, cameras and spreadsheets and code breakers and trash cans that they were banging on, is that perhaps some electronic devices that were buzzing inside of Jose Altuve's shirt? Or butt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. There's a chess player that did that. I'm not being I know, crazy here. Okay? I know the guy. Which <laughs> uh, seems like a weird place to... Uh, yeah, uh, is that somehow different than just the him tip? Yeah, it's obviously different. And who who's on the – is it John Smoltz? See the color guy on the broadcast? He, he had to reemphasize several times that there was nothing illegal about – I guess it's uh, how how he reaches into the glove, how he grips the ball, like they were able to tell what pitch was that's, coming. I would say that's part of the game, right? Yeah, like yeah. that's that's – Yeah. It's the same as a, a defense on in football – looking at how the offense lines up and like, oh, this is going to be a run. Or as right. a kid, when we played football, they would say, look at the running back's feet. Because a lot of times, unintentionally, the oh. running back and the offensive lineman will point their feet or lean their hmm. body in the direction the ball's going to go. Hmm. So the, you know, there are little at, cues like that. Look at C.J. Morgan with some former player insight. That's that that. good. Yep. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I guess in the uh, the second inning, that's when Alec Bohm of the Phillies hit a home run. Uh, before he went up to the plate, Bryce Harper was like, Hey, Alec, come here. Come here. I didn't know it was so early. I wasn't over 
he whispered something in his ear. Uh, he, but he, he just whispered that gibberish. I just want to tell you that I think you look really pretty today. Okay. All right. Good luck. Go hit the ball. Uh, no. Uh, he was asked, what did Harper tell him uh, in a mid-game interview? And he said, quote, that's between us, end quote. Uh, but it is believed he was to telling him, to sharing with him, hey, he, if he does this, that means it's a curveball, it's a fastball. It's, I mean, isn't Lance McCullers, that's all he throws is curveballs? Uh, he kind of pushed back against the idea that he was tipping his pitches, saying, quote, I got whooped, end of story, end quote. Well, if you got whooped because they know what's coming, don't let them know what's coming. Don't do that. Precisely. Uh, if, if I made you pick, CJ. Astros or Phillies? Good. Who's going to win the series? Dude, Astros do not. Their luck and magic that they had the previous two series mm-hmm. has disappeared. Philadelphia, the team of destiny this year. Oh, you love um, you love this team of destiny thing. It was my Braves. I I hate. I do not like Philadelphia, the city. Mm-hmm. I do not like the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they look like they have it. Um, I. I I think Astros win the next. Uh, is it tonight or did they move it? No, it'll be to, to game four is tonight in I, Philly. I game think five Ast- tomorrow in Philly. I think then- Astros win tonight, but I think the Phillies are probably going to win it in six now. Really? Yeah. Really? Sorry, Astros fans. I'm still. I'm going to stick with the Astros. So the Phillies, if you're looking at the odds, uh, are now minus one forty favorites. Uh, Astros plus one twenty. I would say that is not. Cons- I mean, considering the Phillies are up two games to one and have home field advantage now. Like, they don't even have to go back to Houston. They could win very tonight true. and tomorrow and just celebrate in Philadelphia. Watch out, police horses. Those people will punch you, all right? Correct. The people of Philadelphia are mean. They tried to punch sweet old Mattress Mac. <laughs> so is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't think, ha- I, I think don't Isaac's still editing that clip. But uh, real quick on Philadelphia, <laughs> an interesting stat that I want to look up, I might do as uh, today's top ten later on in the week, but they have a chance to hit what I call the triple crown. Philadelphia. Which means your city wins three of the major Mm. American professional sports. Um, You could throw maybe college football in there if a team Mm. wins the top, but three of the major sports. uh, So right now, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, best in the NFL record-wise. The Philadelphia Union, their MLS team in the... Uh, championship, and then same thing with uh, the Phillies in the championship. Uh, MLS is one of the Dude, major I count sports. MLS, hockey, major league. Look, I, football, baseball, NBA, hockey. This is um, just my soccer a hole DNA. Uh, yeah, soccer is. Let's see if I can upset the soccer and hockey people at once. Please do. Soccer is about to over if it has not already overtaken hockey. Right? Yeah. The enthusiasm I so. that I see. From Los Verdes, uh, I am yeah. I'm kind of convinced that soccer in the United States is already bigger than hockey. Is that wrong? That, uh, does that take too hot? In your in your hot take opinion, you went to a, a, a you went to Q2 Stadium for yeah. an Austin FC playoff yeah. game. Was and by the way, I got some hot soccer goss coming up later on the on the corner kick Ooh. that uh, really will piss off MLS fans. Um, oh no! But in your opinion, being at that stadium is that one of the louder, exciting crowd yeah. experiences you've you've had compared to UT I've never, football, Cowboys football, um, baseball, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to those, for sure. I mean, but all of those, uh, uh, you know, Longhorn football, I've said several times now, that Alabama game, I was very impressed. You guys came uh, came early, 
or orange be la- is that what they say uh that the play the house was rocking that day and i've never seen it like that before normally i would say it's a pretty lax environment and that's why the longhorns enjoy very little home field advantage cowboy stadium while it's incredible it's a marvel it's like being at the mall okay <laughs> like it is not a, an intimidating environment and it, i think that attitude sort of conveys to the fans there yeah, that's what every I don't know anything about soccer, but every time I go to Q2, I leave thinking, man, those people are nuts. Those people are uh, loud. And, and so yeah, They're I would crazy. say it is a very intense environment. I have never been. I have never been to an NHL game. I've seen the Texas Stars play uh minor pretty league, damn good. Minor like, league it's hockey. It's loud, it's sure, fun, people sure, love it, sure. but but I've never seen. Yeah. Um where were we before this? Um, we were waiting for Mattress Mac to stop saying the F word yeah. so much. Oh, we're, oh we're Philadelphia. We're talking about the tri- triple crown. Even, yeah. the, even the Sixers are contenders to to win the East in the NBA, which would be a quadruple crown. But I, I, I am going to look it up. What what uh, I'll, I'll prepare this for later in the week. But I okay. want to know what cities, because there have been times it's, it's happened twice, be. but has it ever happened three times where a city has won either uh, the World Series, the Super Bowl, uh, college football they, championship. I'll add that in there. Um, MLS, the college NBA one is difficult uh, because yeah, some, some of the big cities don't have a lot of. Yeah, we won't count that. We'll just we'll, we'll count. Uh, Are you saying has a, has any team ever had three of the, the crowns at crown, one time? Yes. Um, I, I mean, mean, New York or LA makes sense because I got was going to say it's most likely Boston because New England won the Super Bowl every other year for fifteen years. Uh, and the Red Celtics, Sox were good. The, the Bruins Celtics are were good. good. The Bruins were good. So, yes. Did they all happen in one year? Mm-hmm. I'll see what teams. I don't think it, it's happened in one year, but mm-hmm. I'll see what teams have got, right. what cities have got close. The San Antonio Spurs won the basketball championship in 2005. The, um, <laughs> what, what what have we got after that, San Antonio? Don't they have, the, oh, wait, it the, was the Austin Toros. Yeah, the, the, the San Antonio Alamos won the... Uh, Pop Warner Championship. Of- San Antonio's soccer team is in the Western Conference Finals for the lower oh. years ago. They're not in MLS. What are they? What is? They're in the ML the M the minor league ML one one M-M-L-S? one tier below. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, all right. I tell you what. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll hear Mattress Mac cursing at people uh, and announcement. You'll never believe who's playing Longhorn City Limits a week from Saturday, CJ. That's next. It's Almost Sports. Jason, CJ, back in a second. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Huge concert announcement. Huge. Turn up your Almost Sports radios in just a moment. Uh, But first, uh, Mattress Mac. Is starting, he's starting scraps up in Philly? I guess so, man. Trying to throw down. For those of you not aware, uh, Mattress Mac is uh, a degenerate gambling addict who's got way too much money writing. Oh, no. He is a philanthropic man from Houston, Texas, who operates gallery furniture, and he does these fun promotions. A where, hero to children that grew up in that city. Yeah. He's, he's our Scott yeah. Elder. He's guaranteed he's, a save He's our money. Betty Blackwell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you come to, if you, during the baseball season, go to uh, his, his store, buy furniture, and then the Astros win the World Series. Uh, you you get, get your money back. You get to come and get all your money back. And he insures himself. He hedges his bets by making large wagers on the Astros to win the World Series. I believe, if I have the figures correct, 
If the he's bet ten million dollars on the Astros at a variety of different odds, but if they win the World Series, Mattress Mac wins seventy five million dollars, which he'll then turn over to the the customers of Gallery Furniture who bought all the furniture from him. Right? Which do you think he's rooting for? I mean, look, he's a, he loves Houston. He wants the Astros to win the World Series, of course. But there's got to be it's got to be more profitable for him. He didn't. He's no, not no, going to no, give no, away no. seventy five million dollars worth of furniture. I don't think he sold seventy five right. million worth of furniture. So, and first and foremost, he's making. There's a markup on the furniture. He buys it in bulk for cheaper, sells it for a profit. So he's only cutting into profit he's already made, mm-hmm. and that's assuming. I don't think he made seventy five million if he wins that off of. So his bet's probably $10 million, something like that. So yeah. that's what he stands to lose. He also has that as a marketing write-off. So basically... I don't. I want to see inside your books, if he, Mattress Mac. If, he, if the Astros win the World Series, he wins his marketing campaign. He makes customers happy. They're excited. And he probably makes a profit off of... Right. He makes he money from his he bet. Didn't, he didn't sell $75 million worth of uh, worth of furniture. Uh, so, so yeah, if he loses, he might, that might be how he loses money. Cause he does have to use 10 million of his own dollars to bet the thing. Uh, anyway, he, is he at, he's at the game in Philly yesterday. That's what it looked like on uh, Twitter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Philadelphia fans are notorious for being, uh, jerks. I don't know if this uh, clip is going to really convey over the radio. Uh, but yeah, Mattress Mac is, is getting into it with a Philly fan. Okay, I can't tell we, who we is can't who. hear what he said, but yeah. he said it's mattress Mac saying f words because he's a he's a nice old man. All right, he doesn't he doesn't do that. Uh, somebody said, "What are you gonna do?" Is mattress Mac saying, "What don't don't challenge random Philly guys to fights?" Mattress Mac, you're an old man. He's an old a small old man. See, he's wearing Houston gear as well. I guess everybody knows who Mattress Mac is, right? But like, there's some. Don't you say you can't wear the opposing team's gear in their stadium? I think so. I mean, I don't know. In, in there, in this, in the fan section, right? You, you can wear it, but you don't go sit with I, the fans. Or I would love for us to be a civilized people who that was not an issue. Uh, but we we are not that, and Philadelphia is almost certainly not that. Uh, but he's Mattress Mac, man. Who's gonna mess with Mattress Mac? No one. Crazy people in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, they'll beat up an old man. They. They they attacked Santa Claus. They right. booed him. They play, when, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, they punched a police horse. That's a, See? It's a real thing that happened. Uh, okay. Good luck to you, Mattress Mac. Uh, it has just been announced. Longhorn City Limits. If you're going to be tailgating, this is a week from Saturday. They've already set game time TCU, I believe, is 6 p.m., 6.30 p.m. It's, an, it's a nighttime game. Thank you. Uh, At last. Thank you, Texas, for giving me a night game and... Just a little bit of notice. You guys got all kinds of different tea time uh, situations. And so, yeah, thanks for the advance notice. Uh, But Longhorn City Limits, they do a concert before every home game. Third Eye Blind, CJ. Third Eye Blind will be here. Bringing back some middle school memories, baby. Does that do it for you? Here's the deal. I, uh, I kind of sort of laughed when I was like, ah, oh, they're playing ACL Fest a couple years back. And Third then Eye I, Blind? And then I happened to cruise by that stage and saw a bunch of people my age, a yeah. bunch of young mothers out free for the weekend. 
at a packed third eye blind stage singing along to every song having the most fun of their lives and it even made right. my cold tiny dark heart go. really oh hey hey i liked eighth grade that was a fun time in my yeah. life let's go I, I was excited it looks cool uh i have no real affinity for third eye blind but also uh, no beef it is kind of... It's a free concert. I don't guess, complain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what... I mean, I mean, they're not charging for tickets. It's not like you can't get the Foo Fighters, okay? You can't get Harry sure. Styles. Uh, it's, it's a free show. It seemed like they had been in the... They, the the booking powers behind Longhorn City Limits. They had, they had a real thing for rappers that were a big deal 10 to 20 years ago. Yeah. Because I've seen Flo Rida this season. I Nelly. saw Nelly... Which Austin's I, own Nelly, kind of. Eh, yeah, he was born here, but he claims St. Louis or whatever. Uh, so uh, they're gonna go not twenty-year-old hip hopper, but thirty-year-old rock pop rockers. I mean, they did start Third Eye Blind uh, with Charlie Crockett at the first of the year, who's a big mm. up-and-coming oh, kind of old-school country star. So that kicked ass. <laughs> the, 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 the shows, they're free. The shows have been fun. It, it's aimed at getting people closer to the stadium before the game. Right. And right. here's the deal. They're, Third Eye Blind have some pop hits. The formula, the, the sound of the music and the arrangements in the background don't change for pop music and pop hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids, these people are still going to like it. it. It's the same sort of thing. And sure, good, good for them. I think it'll be fun. And I think you'll have a lot of those... Uh, those young Milfy Longhorn oh, graduates getting very excited and dancing around in their little orange dresses and uh, high boots. You know, I share a tailgate with two other guys, CJ, and that's how I they, they alerted me to this incredible Third Eye Blind news. And uh, one of the guys just says, Third Eye Blind, does that do anything for you? And my other guy says, F, yes. So, yeah. I there guess you if go. You're a lot of nostalgia. 40-ish nostalgia. year old men like myself, crank it up, man. Is that when were we in eighth grade? When we this might came have been out? in ninth, eighth, ninth, ninth grade, something yeah. like that. Okay, all right. Longhorn City Limits. Third Eye Blind. A week for Saturday. We'll take a quick break. Almost Sports. Jason, CJ, back in a moment. Hold on.